Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Full Press Minnesota Wild podcast. I am your host, Joe Tillery. It is a beautiful Friday to start things off today at the end of the week. I hope your week's been awesome, but we do have some bad news to talk about, and that is Kirill Kaprizov. I don't mean bad news in the sense that I say it's looming bad news, it's going to ruin everything. The guy's going to be out three to four weeks. It is a big break. It is a big loss for the Wild, and in this one, it's going to be about a month till he returns to hockey if he can rush the process, and I don't mean that to say like, you know, harm his potential return for the rest of the season or anything like that, but if he could make it on the three-week side, or even like three and a half, and get a couple of games in before the playoffs, it'd be incredible. The good thing for the Wild is that there's still basically a month left. There's still a month left of games to go, which is a perfect timetable for Kirill Kaprizov to rest, to take time on the sidelines, to get things back in order before going to the playoffs. Basically, when you lose a guy like Kaprizov, it's going to be a shot to the team. It is going to be an absolute shot to the team, and it is all going to be a question of how you can handle it. The Wild have brought in a couple of different people to try to help, a couple of players promoted from the Iowa Wild, and just players all around the ice that need to step up immediately. Guys like Ryan Hartman, guys like Matt Boldy need to step up. We cannot get away with just waiting, seeing. Kaprizov has been our entire offense for a long time. And I know I've, I've been very vocally you know, supportive of the rest of the guys on the ice, even though Kaprizov is as good as he is and as incredible as he is, I've been a big proponent that he needs as much help as possible. If we have to force him to score three goals a night just to tie or to win, I mean, that's real wear and tear on a guy. You're forcing him to be something, you know, every single night. If he's not a superstar, the team loses. That's been tough. That's a brutal schedule to go through. And I know Kaprizov doesn't think much of it and he can handle it. But with him injured, this team is in trouble. I mean, yes, we're second in the Central Division. It looks like we're still working towards a playoff spot. We've got a 96% chance of making the playoffs right now. I think that's going to be fine. We're going to make the playoffs. I don't have a sweat in my mind, no doubt in my mind. But without Kaprizov, the team's got some more of a struggle here. I'm going to go through the games here, and we're going to take a look here. But tomorrow we do take on the San Jose Sharks. That game's on the road. Minnesota's had a good road schedule as of late. They've won the back two on the road and hoping to extend that to three tomorrow night. Uh, other than that, man, we've got some hockey on the schedule that's going to really test the team. And we've got the Blues in the coming week. We've got the Bruins coming, the Capitals. I mean, there's there's good teams that we have to worry about a little bit. And it's gotten so much harder without having Kirill Kaprizov on the ice. That is the biggest issue for the Wild right now, and we have to talk about it. I mean, supposed to miss three to four weeks with a lower body injury. It didn't really release the full extent. It didn't talk about it. It didn't talk about the rehab process or what Kaprizov's going through. All we know is that it's three to four weeks and that it's a lower body injury. So like I said, we have 17 games left in the regular season before getting to the playoffs here. I want to take a look here, and we're going to go through batches of five at a time, tell you my thoughts, tell you where we're at. You know, I don't think that the question, even though it seems like the world's crashing right now, the sky's falling in on us, I still think we're going to have a good stretch. I do. The 17 games on the schedule, there's winnable games here still, even without Kabril Kaprizov. Games that I'd feel, you know, a thousand percent confident if Kaprizov were on the ice, I feel good. The Sharks are bad. They're a bad hockey team. They've lost a ton of games. I mean, they're in eighth place in their division. It's just things haven't looked good for the Sharks this season. They've only had nine wins this season. Minnesota can win this game without Kaprizov. I really think so. Next up, thankfully again, the Coyotes. They haven't been great. They have not been great. Minnesota can win this game. Obviously, there's a couple guys on the ice that are still dangerous for the Coyotes, but Seventh in the Central Division. I mean, this team itself has struggled as well. They've played the Wild really close, and they have played us. But I don't think that that means that you know the Wild are outmatched by any means. The Blues, another team that we're, we're thankful to have. I mean, the Blues, still a good team. I would argue that 
they definitely have the best chance out of the three that I've talked about so far to beat us. I'm going to give the Wild another win here. I think we can start realistically by going 3-0 and following the Kaprizov injury. And I know that sounds like a bad thing to say, but the team itself, I feel good about. I feel good about the guys on the ice. And everybody's going to have to step up. They really do. So 3-0 and to start things off following the Kaprizov spot. We're losing to the Bruins. I'm going to tell you right now. Without Kaprizov, we're losing to the Bruins. Then we take on the Capitals. Another, I mean, air quotes on all of these. Easy game. You know, it's in the point where anybody can beat anybody in the NHL, but more than likely... This team should find a way to get it done here. We can beat the Capitals. I think we go 4-1 and one in that stretch. I really do. Some of these games could be overtime, too. We could have a couple of points here and there. But overall, I think that 4-1 and one is a realistic estimation. The Devils. Now, this is the issue. They're a good team, right? They've played us close every time. I think they beat us here. And I think we're 4-2 and two in that spot. That's kind of a tough game to get through. Then we head to the Flyers. We can beat the Flyers again. I know I keep saying this, but... The schedule in the last 17 is favorable. There's a couple of hard games here and there, but Kaprizov really got us through the worst of it. We got us through the hard stuff. I mean, there's a couple of games that we still have circle, like the Avalanche we still play, Golden Knights and stuff like that, but I think we beat the Flyers as well, going 5-2 and two here. Then we have the Blackhawks. Now, the Blackhawks are kind of an interesting team because they're not great in their division. They're, you know, eighth in the Central Division, but at times they've really shown up. I still think Minnesota gets a win here. At some point... We're going to catch a loss by a team I don't expect to lose to. This feels like an overtime game to me, even though the Blackhawks are not good. Um, Go ahead and give us... Yeah, give us an overtime win there. Um, I think it'd be 5-2-1 if that's where I'm at. The Kraken, I worry about. This is where the schedule gets a little bit tough. So we're 5-2-1. I think people will talk about it and be like, hey, you know, the team's okay. The team's all right. I think the Kraken beat us here. 5-3-1. Then we've got the Avalanche. 5-4-1. I'm going to tell you right now. The Avalanche are hungry and looking for the spot. They're coming for us. Um, I don't think they're... I mean, they're a, good, they're a better team than us right now. Without Kaprizov, they're a better team than us. But I still worry. Back-to-back games with the Golden Knights, I could see us even dropping two. If we could split one, that'd be huge. Before taking on in the back five games, we got the, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're still a good team. I mean, you know, Crosby still could tear us up just as easily as anything. I think that we win that game, but it's close, which I think puts us at 6-6-1. Six, six and one. The Blues. I think we split. I think I gave them the last game. Let's go 7-6-1 and one now. And the back three games, we have the Blackhawks, the Jets, and the Predators. I think we beat the Blackhawks here. Go 8-6-1. and one, And then we got the Jets. I think they beat us here. Even though they played us so well the other night, we still did get the win. But I think without Kaprizov, we're in trouble, even though he didn't score in this one. Um, go ahead and give me Minnesota in that game. I think that puts us at 9-6-1. and one. And then the Predators finish off the year. I think, just knowing the Minnesota Wild, I think this is a game we lose. I really do. I don't know why, and I can't really tell you why, but I think it's a game we lose. So that puts us at 9-7. Let me do the math here. 9-7-1 and one down the stretch without Kirill Kaprizov, which I don't know if that's good enough for you know taking the top seed in the Central Division, but it is good enough to maintain at least a playoff spot before Kaprizov comes back. He might even come back those last couple of games, but that is where we're at right now. Let's move on over into hockey talk here. Not as much today. Not as much. A lot of it's just been Kaprizov injury related. So we're starting off, obviously, we're talking about that. At Love NHL tweets, injury update. Kirill Kaprizov is expected to miss three to four weeks with a lower body injury. Yeah, I think it's a little vague that it just says lower body injury. I would like to know the actual injury so I can get more of an accurate timetable. But, you know, that's just how things work. I mean, that's just how it's going to go. Next up, at my breaking one, the Minnesota Wild visit the San Jose Sharks aiming to extend a three-game road winning streak. It's not easy to win on the road in the NHL, and if Minnesota can do that, especially without one of their top players in Kaprizov, I think the team itself will just have 
ultimate levels of confidence all around the program. I mean, at this point, what do you got to lose? You know what I mean? Everybody has to step up. Everybody has to play for somebody else. It's just how it goes. Next up, we've actually got an update here. A little bit of uh, you know trade deadline talk here. Obviously, it's over and past this now, but the Sabres PR team tweets out, Jordan Greenway's goal is his first as a member of the Sabres, and it's his first goal since December 31st at St. Louis as a member of the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, I'm not really too bent out of shape about not having Jordan Greenway on the club. I, I mean, it's not to say that he was a bad player or anything like that. It just All he really contributed was more of an enforcer role. And yes, that, that could have helped us in the Caprizov spot where people would be afraid to touch a superstar up like that for fear of getting beat up. But like, I don't know. I think Jordan Greenway just didn't really improve the team, didn't help the team out much on the ice. Uh, but it's good to see scoring. You know, good to see people go and have success in different spots. And the final tweet we talk about here is from Alyssa Hertel or Herdle, I don't know how to pronounce that 100%, Sammy Walker is back with the Minnesota Wild. Perfect time to bring back this piece on the Iowa Wild rookie. It's been over a month since this article went out, and he still leads the AHL rookies in points. Here's how he sustains success all year. So basically, she just talks about how the Minnesota Wild have brought up, brought up the Iowa Wild native Sammy Walker. I mean, we've got a good player. I mean, we've got a very good player in the AHL, and Walker as a rookie has just been balling out. I mean, there's not really a, a good enough way to say it. It's just a question of how is his talent going to translate to the NHL, We'll see. I mean, we'll see how he handles it, and he's going to be immediately thrown into the fire um, alongside a couple of others on the Minnesota Wild team, but I am so excited to see him on the big stage. Other than that, guys, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. It has been a beautiful Friday morning, and I hope you continue to support the team. We're ready to have another great week of hockey. Let's see how we handle things. I can't say much else about the team right now, but I will tell you I will see you bright and early on Monday morning. Go Wild!